Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee Podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Welcome, everyone, to today's podcast episode in which I'm joined by Don Veerboom, who is actually located in one of my second favourite cities in Canada, uh, and that's near Edmonton. And we were just discussing before the recording started our uh, ice hockey travels and journey through the Stanley Cup this year, in which the Flames did okay, but the Oilers did much, much better. Uh, But glad to have Don on here as a, a guest and join us from Canada. Don is the owner of Four Tree Coaching and is a full-time business coach and trainer guiding and supporting small to mid-sized businesses so that they can crush their dream goals. Don has 35 plus years of experience of senior leadership positions in sales and marketing, ranging from an entrepreneurial $1 million enterprise to $100 million in sales responsibility. And he combines that experience with the program and tools of an internationally renowned coaching organization to breathe more life into his clients' organizations. Uh, This is something that listeners, people very often don't put in their bio, and it's a personal note. So I love this, Don, that you've put this here. On Mm -hmm. a personal note, Don has been blissfully, what a great word, blissfully married since 1982, building a family that includes two sons, their wives, and three grandsons. And and this again is a great thing. In 1986, he won the Canadian Men's Championship medal in natural luge. Am I am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes, luge? natural. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in dramatic fashion, we're going to hear more about that. Uh, and of course, it mentions here about the 1988 Winter Olympics at Calgary. So I've stood at the top of the 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 ski jump at Calgary. Um, yeah. And and the UK, we love Eddie the Eagle and the fact that he went up there and did what no other UK person and Britain would do. So a great um, introduction. Thanks so much for being on today's podcast, Don. It's really great to have you here. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. So I've got to ask, before we talk about what we're drinking today, I've got to ask what the dramatic fashion was of the medal winning. Oh, OK, well make a long story somewhat less long yeah. it was uh, the timing went out on the on the uh, machine at the top of the hill yeah. nice it was we had a timer so you had to break the timer and it wasn't going right and so they had to switch on my second run to a, a kind of a cadence one so like three two one go and yeah. uh, when they timed me on that I pushed out on my normal cadence but the person vocalizing it was slow on the last part so I passed the the barrier what they said was you know a millisecond too fast and they wanted to cancel my run so it was record-breaking run I would have been in line for the gold and then they said sorry you uh, broke the barrier or went too soon according to one of the refs up there and they said yeah. you know, what do you want to do so I had to do a protest uh, file a protest with the judges and they said came back and they said, well, we thought it over. It took about an hour. The track's kind of getting soft in the midday, you know, so that means it's going to be less fast for me. I said, Don, we can, you, you've got a good uh, history of the other runs you've done. Well, uh, we can sort of 
basically keep you in the silver medal position and you can walk away and you're good. Or he said, or you can take another run. It's the end of all the runs today and we can't come really vouch for how the track will be, but we can give you one more run. And I said, hey, I came here for the gold medal, not the silver medal. Right. So I said, I'm going to take this run and go for it, you know. And so I was extra cautious at the front, you know, pushing off the handles. Three, two, one, go, you know. And I think yeah. I even hesitated a half a second, but I was gone. And I raced down the track and uh, had a wonderful record, got the gold medal. And oh, all wow. went up to it. So it was it was a stressful, actually, it was a whole week of being there, but that was the culmination of it. Yeah. And uh, like I say, I won the gold medal and it was a big highlight Great. in my life. Well done. And, and that's a significant decision, isn't it? Because I assume if you, because you took the, the second, you know, the next run, they yeah. wouldn't count the run that would have been the silver. So you actually completely gave up the silver and went for gold. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Great. Well, listeners, there you go. Great story right there. Um, so I don't know how we follow that, actually. Um, you know, and it's a privilege to have a gold medal winner of any type on, on here as well. So tell us a little bit, Don, about what you're drinking today and, and why. Yeah. You know, I have been drinking Earl Grey tea with honey for, for the longest time. I, and I'm pretty sure I got it from watching Star Trek, where Jean-Luc Picard always said went to the uh, replicator and said, Earl Grey hot. And uh, yeah. I'm sure that's what just hooked me. I'm a big Star Trek fan. So uh, right. I got on Earl Grey tea and I tried it different, many different places where I go and uh, try to keep switching. And, and then the honey is important too. I recently found a honey at an Italian center here that I really love. It just adds that unique flavor to the honey and lots of bergamot and Earl Grey. It's, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. I must admit, I, sometimes I have honey in in, in coffee yeah. as, as a sweetener, particularly if uh, I go to one client and his coffee is quite harsh um, yeah. and it's not one of my favorite coffees. So I always say, can you just put a bit of honey in that? Because it just takes the taste off a little bit. And the yeah. other thing I find with honey is it saves the throat. So my throat's feeling yeah. a little bit like razor blades today. I've been talking for a long, long while. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, and... Every morning I start off with some lemon juice, some hot water and some honey because I've got my own bees. So I, I, I have my oh. own, own honey. And uh, yeah, honey's a, a great thing. But I've never tried honey in Earl Grey tea. So I think I might give that a try. And listeners, I'd encourage you to do the same and see. Give us some feedback and some idea of, of how that went for you. Sure. So um, thinking about your, your own business and four tree coaching and all the experience you've had, What's been something that you've been working on in, in your own business that you'd like to share, Don, today? I think the, the most current thing I've been working on is, um, you know, the, in coaching business and many others, you try to offer a lot of things, particularly during COVID. You're trying to put out a lot of free material and free sessions or webinars. And, you know, I think uh, to some extent they're overdone and some people are, are just tired of them. They turn into sales transactions. Um, so my latest project, um, I just took a training on it last week, was a five-day uh, challenge. And what it'll be is a, an hour or so every day for five days to kind of give your business a new boost. I'll just download and share on a live interactive Zoom meeting uh, with people about five major topics in business that, I, that I've seen have been critical 
you know, maybe it's your marketing, maybe uh, it's how you hire staff, maybe it's how your strategic plan is. And I'm just going to download tons of information over five days. And at the end, you can just take it and run and do what you want. You know, I'll give you materials and then go. Or if you decide to say, hey, I really want some help with that, then we'll go and discuss that for you. So you've mentioned the, the, the challenge, and obviously we now know from your background that you're certainly up for a challenge and uh, have taken part in many challenges. What, why the, the, the concept and the format of, of a five-day challenge? You know, is it a five-day challenge for you, or you try and encourage people to, to overcome something and undertake the challenge themselves? I think that the, the purpose of the challenge is to get somebody to commit to something uh, for repeated days it's like i'm not going to change your business world in one hour you know or 90 minutes or two hours or you know read a long letter you know i need more time to make that change and so i guess basically i'm trying to prove to you that i can add value that you can take away uh, and do something with with or without me and but and there'll be the ones that say wonderful this is great but boy i need an accountability partner and i want to talk to you every week Okay, so for the one of many that want that, great. You know, it doesn't have to. But for the rest, I'd like to just offer some value and, and say, you know, here's some great things. But I need you to commit to five days. If you're not going to commit to that, then I don't think you'll learn all the different steps along the way. So um, it's a sort of a different way of offering training and a lot more of it in a compact way, not stretched over 30 days or months and months yeah. of dribbling new things. I'm just saying, Hey, here's a crash course course to get your business rebooted. You know, take it or leave it. But uh, I'm gonna ho- I'll hopefully offer it and find some good people who want to try it out. Yeah, and it's interesting. I know when um, the pandemic first started, um, I took part in a Tony Robbins seven day challenge. Uh, yeah, and I, and I love a challenge. I love the fact that you know, every day I've got some format, I've got some structure, I've got something that I know I've got to achieve, and then you know, I can give myself a pat on the back, and we can have a bit of peer pat on the backs as well for getting it done Uh, i did a push-up challenge um last year which has changed my view of exercise completely and i've realized the benefits of just doing you know 100 push-ups a day in three three sets but you're right in in the accountability of getting it done afterwards but i think it's also good at getting people to test their tenacity at sticking with something because i know um when I saw the the Tony Robbins, you know, you looked at the the sixty thousand people that were on at the beginning of the challenge. By the time you got to the end of the seven days, there was probably about fifteen thousand people on the challenge. I know we're talking big numbers there, but there was a significant amount of people that just didn't stay the pace. And and yeah. I suppose for us as coaches and any coaches listening to this, it's a good way of well, I'm just giving a one off. Turn up for a webinar. Turn up for a workshop. Great, you're in. I'll sign you up as a client. It's a good way of testing their ability to to stick at something as well, isn't it? And and test that they're mm-hmm. a good fit for us. Yeah, you know, as a coach, we we look for people that are coachable that will be dedicated to it. It's it's not like consulting where we do all the work for you. Coaching is where I'm teaching and training you and making you accountable. You have to do the homework or do some of the stuff yourself. And so, yeah. if you can't stick with it for five days. Maybe like you say, it weeds out people who aren't ready. You know, it's just yeah. like, you're not ready to change your business. It's not hurting you enough. You know, you're not motivated enough to do it. So, if, you know, if I was giving you good material for five days, you should be able to stay with it for five days. That's one week. 
you know, yeah. one hour a day, you know, it's like, is that too much to give up? Especially if it either has no cost or virtually no cost is like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. And from a, I mean, usually if there's a challenge, there's some kind of uh, what's in it for me feel to it. So, um, are there going to be any rewards, any sort of acclamations? Um, is there anything you're planning to include as part of this challenge? Perhaps you can give us a bit of a sneak preview to that. Yeah, it's a little early on yet, but there's, I would say a lot of tools, you know, in the coaching program that I signed into a few years ago, you know, it has a lot of different tools that could one page strategic plan I love to use with every client, you know, yeah. I'll give you that page. It has a goal setting PowerPoint that I love to use to create, throw a whole bunch of pictures in about all your goals. Yeah, yeah. So I'll use those tools. So those are things that would normally be for paid coaching clients. I'm just, as they come up, you know, I'm going to offer them and, and they'll be free as part of the, the challenge. Yeah. It's interesting that, uh, that, that vision book, that PowerPoint of goals, you yeah. know, that's something I still use to this day. You know, I used it sort of 12 years ago um, when, when I joined the same organization and every new year's day. Now we sit down, my wife and I, and we create a vision book for our future for the year ahead. And, and it has been remarkable in some of the impact it's had on our lives to the point where, by just putting an image there and setting a goal on that. So it's a great resource, listeners, you know, if you take part in Don's challenge, because we set a goal of my wife actually getting back in touch with her sister because she'd lost touch with her sister for quite a while. And yeah. she reached out and her sister said, I'm so pleased you reached out uh, because I didn't know who else to turn to. And her husband had been diagnosed with brain cancer. Uh, and within three months, he passed away, sadly. But imagine how my wife would have felt if she'd have had to have waited to be told oh mm. dave's dying can you help me you know instead it was your yeah. way around and the relationship it's given the two of them just by using a simple tool that you're going to provide as yeah. part of the challenge so uh, yeah you can never underestimate the impact that tools like that have on people's lives and on their businesses as well yeah, uh, especially a you know vision or goal setting tool. Uh, you're dragging in pictures like we're doing it digitally now. Instead, you know, I've also got the ones where I've cut out magazine pictures and stuck them on the yeah, wall yeah. and have a poster. You know, that was fun. But it, where do you get all these materials? You got to print them all. Now you just copy and paste it into a PowerPoint and then leave it open on your browser or on your your tablet on the bottom so you can look at it each day. But this picture's going in there. You just say, well, what about this? What about that? And like last year, I posted a picture of a, you know, a holiday trailer with a deck and a little shed and then stuff. And I said, you know, I had a little tent trailer at the time. So I don't know if I, that's where we're going, but our kids are, we're camping, whatever. And then this year, a trailer came up right beside where my kids are. We swapped. I bought theirs. They bought the neighbors. We swapped over <laughs> and now we're side by side at a campground. And, it was like, and the picture almost looks exactly like the, oh. the setting we had, like amazing yeah. eh? well and you know um many many years ago when when i had my construction business we wanted to move into a home and the the coach that i had at the time uh who was a franchise coach got you know what he said find an image of a house that you want to to purchase and find yeah. the ideal image and we scoured and it was it was in a completely different area of the country to where we are but we found mm -hmm. the image of the house and we said in August, I always remember it, 22nd of August, we were at a Pat Pirelli natural horsemanship show here in the UK. And we said, we're going to buy a house and this is the image we're going to have. And we're going to give ourselves five years 
to find this house. Yeah. We moved into that house, which was almost identical. It was in a different part of the country, but you, as you said there, you could almost put the the photo over the top of the other photo. It was a perfect match. We moved yeah. in by the 10th of November of the same year. Wow. Yeah. So when you can visualize it, it happens, doesn't it? It makes such and yeah. such a difference. Because otherwise, you'd have missed the opportunity. You wouldn't have seen the, the trailer yeah. at the side of where your kids were, and yeah, you just wouldn't have recognized it, would you? Yeah, no, you're, you put that thought into your subconscious and, the, you know, the world and the universe, whatever, just seems to be working. Okay, yeah. that's what you're looking for. I'm going to help you search for it. You know, yeah. it's just your awareness perks up to opportunities that and say, wow, that's yeah. I was looking for that. Here it is. Yeah, definitely. And, of course, you've now got something you can not just take with your sons, but their wives and their grandkids as well. So that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, so how's that? Um, how, you know, is this the first challenge you've done or have you done a challenge before? And either how has it worked out in the past or how do you hope it's going to work out after this challenge? This will be the first one uh, that I've done this way. You know, in the past, I've done webinars where I kind of walk through the business process or how you go from startup to being exit strategies and all the steps yeah. along the way and throw out some things over maybe 90 minutes and have interactive sessions. But I always felt it was kind of short. I was rushed. You know, there's so many great, great information I want to impart. So um, this, uh, you know, I'm hoping in five days I can impart a lot more detail um, and I was actually pulling material from an eight-week session I used to sell. And I'm going to say, you know, I'm just basically doing it for five days and it's for free. You know? Yeah, so. yeah, great, great. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that. And you can share details about that um, uh, as, as well in a few moments, perhaps. Um, I just want to ask, you know, you've got a lot of experience. You've been you know, a coach for some time and part of, you know, various um, aspects of the, of the coaching fraternity. It's been a really difficult uh, few years for, for business because of the pandemic. Um, is there anything that you've seen that has been a common issue that people have had to deal with and overcome in recent months? You know, is there anything that you've seen as where as a, as a global economy, we're coming out of the pandemic, but we're going into so many other different deep waters. Is there anything that you've seen uh, with the prospects or the clients you're working with that is a little bit more common across them? Yeah, uh, certainly uh, three main things people are dealing with. Inflation, their costs are going up, uh, shortage of supply to get the components to, you may have all the sales, but you don't have the right components, throws you off, and labor shortage. And uh, yeah. the labor shortage is coming up a lot lately, lately, and I think the thinking has changed. You know, And I get my clients and people I talk to to say, you know, you're not necessarily going to find these people with experience in your field anymore. You're going to have to just hire, you know, good attitudes and great, you know, sounding people that adapt to your culture. And you're going to have to train them. You're not going to be able to count on anymore just going to, you know, the uh, indeeds of the world and, and just pull off the person you want. They may not be there anymore. So they be open to building your own people. And uh, I think some people are, you know, understanding that that's how it's going to have to be and get over it. You know, they always had these bias before about let's wait till I get someone with five years of my specific industry experience. Well, 
that may not be there anymore. So let's move on. Let's build our own people or use people who are immigrating to the country. Like right now we have a lot of people from Ukraine coming to Canada. So there's a lot of great people in there that need jobs right now. So, and they're already approved to work in Canada. So I say, have you gone to their job board and check it out? So it's just one, one way to kind of help solve the problem. It's interesting that you, say those three things and and i hear labor shortages and inflation etc but labor shortages here in the uk it was on the news this morning we're having a real torrid time with our politicians at the moment and uh, you know there's a lot of compromises being made on behaviors etc but when it comes to labor shortages here in the uk we're blaming it on brexit we're saying we've got labor shortages because you know we can't get people from europe in here we can't get the visas etc Every country that I speak with has the same labour shortage problem. So it's not a Brexit problem. It's a global problem. But the issue mm-hmm. is, where have all these people gone? You know, yeah. we, we had them in jobs. We had them in positions before COVID. Where have they all disappeared to? I can't believe they've all gone out and set businesses up on their own. Some have perhaps taken that work-life balance choice and retired early, etc. But you're so right. And... Uh, after every recession, I see that the best way out of recession is to build the team, a great team from within, and look at the skills and the the enthusiasm you've got with the people that are within the business to grow and develop into the great rock star team that you're looking for, really. So, yeah, yeah very common problem. So yeah. if, if people want to find out more about your, your challenge, Don, or they want to connect with you in some way... Um, What's the best way? Is there any resources we can send them to, the challenge? You know, where can we best send the listeners to? I would say my website, uh, which is uh, fortreecoaching.ca, so F-O-U-R treecoaching.ca. Yep. It's got a lot of the information there. The five-day challenge is yet to come up. Well, like I say, I just finished my training on that last week, and Great. so I suspect in another 60 days or so we'll have a course booked and uh, we'll start that but we can certainly get on my contact list or book a few 30-minute call with me just glad to chat with anybody about your business and you know get introduced to them so they're my calendars on uh, the website as well so you can book online and book 30 minutes let's just have a chat uh, where you're at what's up throw some ideas back and forth and uh, certainly keep you on a list for the future project, uh, five-day project. Now. And the good news is, as we're recording this, and when it will go live, it will be in good time for the challenge as well. So listeners, look out for, for that. And, of course, schedule that uh, slot with Don to have a chat. And the website is fourtreecoaching.ca. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Perfect. Yeah, That's the place to go. Um, amazing. So from a point of view of giving the listeners something to take away. We always in this podcast like to give value. What what golden nugget would you like to share with the listeners today that they can take that can add some value to their life or to their business or perhaps even to somebody else? Yeah, I think the, the thing uh, that I always uh, focus on is, you know, thinking out of the box. Uh, we've probably overused the word pivot. You know, your business has to pivot. <laughs> totally you know, agree on that. Pivot. Totally agree, yeah. Yeah, I think we had a some of my network groups who put a fine on anyone who says that word anymore. So but it's because it's overused. But the idea of being creative, uh, get a whiteboard out, get your staff together. Let's thought, you know, think through these problems. What are our challenges and uh, what else can we do? If COVID taught us nothing else, it's about thinking outside the box and adding new 
lines of revenue stream or doing different things, but pulling in your people. Maybe you, if you have a business coach, that's great. If not, maybe you can find one, but you can also find mentors. You can find family. You can put people in other business owners, join, you know, network groups like BNI or whatever. Just get some other people to help you think about how you could grow your business in different ways and overcome those challenges. But get the, I was like the whiteboard. Let's get the whiteboard up there. Let's stop judging. Just throw ideas out there. Hey, what about this angle? What about this direction? What about, you know, so let's get our creative juices going again, because they've been kind of stifled and beat up over the last few years. And I think we have to put them back, you know, thinking hat back on. Yeah. And, and yeah, like you, you know, I love a flip chart. I love a flip chart and a good set of Sharpies. And I've missed using that while I've been doing things online. And I've been very fortunate working in the construction industry with a lot of clients that business has continued very much for me as normal uh, and for them as well. But I've got a, a session with a business in a couple of weeks' time where I said, we just want to get in a room off-site. We want to get a flip chart. We want lots of sticky tape. We're going to lot, yeah. write lots of things down. We're going to put them all up on the walls. Absolutely love yeah. that. So I think that's a great, great tip and advice. And it's interesting you said there about BNI and networking. I think when we go networking, very often we're going with a networking of either one of two things. What we can sell, which is generally the, the main reason we go networking, or some of us go, what can we buy? But actually mm-hmm. there are some great, great peer-to-peer mentors, confidants that you can find and relationships that you can build when you go networking. And some of the the best advice that I've had from people have been from friends and colleagues that I've had from networking. It's been absolutely yeah. exceptional. So I think that's a great, great tip as well. So that's it. We're on the same wavelength for that. Get a flip chart, get a whiteboard, get a good set of pens and just, you know, use them and be creative. Let those creative juices flow. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to ask, before I come to the, the final question, uh, I'm just looking at the, the information you sent me here, and uh, there are other things that you uh, are involved in. You've been involved in the preparation, as we talked about, uh, for uh, the Canadian Luge Association, the Olympic Games, um, national president you know, of, of that. Uh, what would you say to people who are thinking about volunteering and helping out and getting involved in things like that perhaps are a little bit hesitant because their focus on life has changed um, or perhaps they're even more keen to do it because they've realised that they're spending all their time working but it'd be great to actually give something back to some of these organisations. What would you say mm-hmm. to any of the listeners that are perhaps sat on the fence and thinking about helping out or volunteering or getting involved in something that perhaps they've got a passion for? Yeah, I'd, I'd certainly encourage it because it you know, the stuff I've done for volunteer in my volunteer life has been some of the most rewarding work that I've done. And you're doing it giving, but in the end, you receive so much sort of experience and training or feedback or, you know, I worked with a boys youth organization for 10 years, my kids are in it, and then I helped others. And those boys today are in their 30s. And they're, you know, they yeah. say, Hey, Dad Gerboom, so glad you still helped me out. You helped me get me that first job, or you helped me look professional and run projects. He taught me so many things. And, you know, those kids are still connected with me, you know, things we did 20 years ago to help them and, you know, put them out or the fun and things I did in Luge that really taught me about how to manage people in a volunteer organization. And, um, you know, you can't boss them around. 
you know, you have to encourage them and you have to reward them in some way or give them opportunities. You have to make it interesting for them. And really that's what you should be doing with your paid employees. Yeah. And so volunteer world gives you some experience that way. So lots of great benefits that come to you. So find something that you're kind of interested in and passion for and throw your skills into it. And uh, I'm sure it'll benefit you. And, and from what you said as well, you'll pick up those management skills and leadership skills that are easily transferable then back into uh, other aspects yes. of your life, but back into your business as well. And, and what a great example as well of leaving a legacy. You know, sometimes it's not just to have a name in lights. You know, if, you, if we all can leave a legacy where we've had an impact on somebody else's life, then that legacy and that impact will carry on well after we've been forgotten about won't it and and that's that's such a gift to give to people and give it unconditioned as well so credit to you and listeners yeah I, I hope you've taken some some real inspiration to go out there and and have that kind of impact and you know use your skills and gain some skills as well i think that's a great great thing mm-hmm. you you also mentioned on on your bio that you said that you love to read so mm-hmm. i'm going to come to the final question then Don, if you could have your next coffee anywhere in the world, where would it be, and what book would you read if you could choose one? Wow, my next coffee I think would be, or the best place to be on the Amalfi Coast in in oh. Italy. You know, one of those nice sloped little towns, and you know, you're looking over a terrace over the ocean, yeah. and I'm I'm reading some nice summer read. Um, I'm a big uh, sci-fi fantasy kind of reader as well, yeah. which I alternate with business. So I make sure I'm always reading a business book, but yeah. um, you know, just, I like to keep my imagination going as well. So I'm yeah. just listening to a five book series. Uh, um, it's just, I forget the name of the one now. It's just, it's all about future and dragons and things. And it's, yeah. it's like exciting read. So I, I like that as to kind of take my, my brain away from uh, the world for a while. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that because my wife often asks me, I, I love you know sci-fi programs as well, Star Trek and Picard and yeah. other things like that as well. Uh, and my wife often says, you know, why are you watching this program with ships flying around in space? You do know it's not real. I said, exactly. And that's where my brain has just left everything else behind and it's gone to a place where it can just completely go into a different place. Definitely. Yeah, well, a book, even though they say that things are in the future, whatever, you're still seeing the human interaction and how they solve problems and how they react to things and, you know, the emotions of it or whatever. So you're still uh, getting another perspective of somebody else in a different situation. And I just looked up the book because it's a shame not to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. called Morgan Price. It's, it's uh, the uh, the word I'm reading now is A Realm of Shadows by Morgan Rice. Uh, it's, it's five and it, when we like to drive we pop that in off my phone and uh, yeah. you know we just pass those long driving hours away with uh, Morgan Rice. It's, it's interesting I love watching sci-fi I don't read sci-fi and perhaps that's something I should do uh, my favorite author from a fictional point of view is Harlan Coben and uh, mm-hmm. we just returned from vacation and had quite a long drive there and back and we finished his book uh, called Win. Uh, so I love Harlan Coben because again it immerses me, it gets me thinking about the the mystery and how it's going to work out and all the different outcomes it could be. Uh, again, just helps you disconnect the brain. So yeah, thank you. 
the Amalfic Coast is great. I've never been. I was supposed to be going in August. Our dog isn't too well, so we've actually decided to go mm. to Scotland uh, instead in, in our trailer. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're taking a trip there. But, Don, you've given us such insights. It's been such a privilege. Thank you so much for sharing the medal story and such an example of sometimes you've just got to think, I came here for gold. I'm going for gold. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and that's it. And that's a great lesson that we can take away from today, as well as everything else that you've shared with us. Um, and thanks for giving up your time. It really is appreciated and, and well done on getting so far in the Stanley Cup. And here's, here's to next year for the Flames and the Oilers as well. Yeah, go Oilers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and listeners, you've taken so much value from today. I encourage each and every one of you to check out Don's website, fortreecoaching.ca. Go there schedule a session with him, look at a challenge. There's nothing better to kickstart any part of your life, any part of your business than undertaking a challenge as well. So I, I really commend that you take a look at that challenge. Do something with what you've heard today. Leave us a great review. Let Don know what impact what he said today has made to you. And if you do volunteer and you go out there and you make a difference, let us know what you've done with that as well. That would be a great way you can honour the time that both of us have given to you in this episode. And of course, as always, we look forward to having you on the next one. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.